It'd take a real pro to make it look this amateur. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Beats That, the podcast where you watch the worst movies from trailer time and credits scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. <laughs> I feel like that's the ITMT special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so professional, we make it look amateur. Professional amateurs, yep. That's right. That's what we do here. Uh, so we're, we're back with our full breakdown of, in case you missed it, trailer trash from Yep. last week that's right uh, as the world turns <laughs> yeah keep, we just keep moving just gotta keep moving uh we watched the movie the man from toronto yeah not to be confused the man from toronto from 1933 i think there's another movie what? Called, yeah there's another movie <laughs> called the man from toronto and i looked it up and it's not even close the same? nope not even close like i was kind of hoping it was but it's yeah i was like oh remake interesting <laughs> what was the uh the, the 1933 one? That one yeah the man from toronto 1933 Good year. It's a comedy rom-com. The rich widow, Lila, disguises herself as a maid and falls in love with her employer, Fergus, who is a rich Canadian bachelor. <laughs> the wealth depends oh. on each, each, each getting married within the next year. If I had a nickel. Who's fooling who in this comedy love affair? So Okay, so it is kind of the same. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy love affair. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's a rom-com. <laughs> mm. So yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're starting our full breakdown. So this is the beginning of that. Do you want to give a little quick... Recap of what yeah. the movie was in a way, yeah. With, with this, The Man from the, Toronto? The 2022 one, the Netflix <laughs> one, yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. So uh, this one, like I said, basically the same. The world's deadliest assassin and New York's biggest screw-up are mistaken for each other at an Airbnb rental. <laughs> Which, was New York even in the movie? I don't <laughs> I thought they were like in Virginia area the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess where their home is. I was like, oh, they must be upstate New York. They're paying. They're playing it off as it's upstate New York, but it's obviously uh, it's all Canada. Like they filmed the entire right. thing in Ontario, so it's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like this doesn't feel like New York. Even upstate New York doesn't feel like it. But no, very frustrating. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, okay. There you go. And that kind wow. of changes too, because like the biggest, like New York's biggest group, like usually that's like New York, New York, not. Right. New York State's biggest. I mean, you know. yeah. Yep. The Empire State's biggest screw. Oh, up. man. That guy, that guy from Syracuse. Oh, that guy from Binghamton. What a dumb dumb. Oh, man. That loser from Albany. Uh, Albany? Albany. Albany. Al- Albany. Albany. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Why'd you I, say it? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I feel like that's how New Yorkers say it. Uh, Albany. Uh, uh, we're starting off good. This is going to be a long episode. Yeah, we're gonna move it. We're gonna move it through. So, oh, okay. Expectations. This did. Uh, it. This did not become I, Cheers. Unfortunately, it did not become <laughs> Cheers. That's correct. However, uh, we did kind of call the twist a little bit. Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, like we're right about the the uh, the handler, the lady handler here having some sort of ulterior yeah. motive. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, we we made a way smarter version though. So. Yeah, yeah, the ch- <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. smarter and funnier version, I think. So, oh yeah, this movie stonks. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. So I don't know. Do you want to? Should we just get ready to keep moving? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm sad it didn't become Cheers. I had forgotten that we, that was the prediction, and yeah, now I'm disappointed. Now even again. more, even more sadder. <laughs> yeah, even more sad, sadlier. That's sadlier. <laughs> The saddest of sad. Uh, all right, so quick info. There's a lot of fun stuff. In yeah, here. yeah. Okay, so this is directed by Patrick Hughes. Who's that? So you know who Patrick Hughes is. Do I? He's directed one of your favorite movies, 
the hitman's Were we bodyguard. just talking about this? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other one. Okay. So he he directed uh, the hitman's bodyguard and the hitman's wife's bodyguard. That's right. And you the can Expendables see three. Yeah, and Expendables three. Let's talk about that too. Okay. Yeah. So he's. He's a made man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he did a couple shorts, did this movie Red Hill, and then, which I don't know anything about, and then he did yeah. Expendables 3, and then Hitman's Bodyguard. So clearly he's got, he's into this, like, yeah. he's only done three movies. I can't say he's like a, the comedy action guy go-to. But. Yeah, and what you want to do is name a short also after a hit movie. <laughs> yeah, a video short from d- deleted scenes from the movie. You made. Yeah, it's called Signs. <laughs> So oh, smart. Yeah. This guy's a genius. Yep. <laughs> uh, and crazy enough, he is also going to be doing the Raid remake, which. What? Don't think that movie needs a remake. So. What's the Raid? You've never seen the Raid? No. Should I, should I should, have seen the Raid? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's a martial arts movie. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Oh. Who's, he's, who's, who's he's, it? Who's the famous person in it? I uh, know. No one you would know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so he's working on that the reboot of that? Crazy. He's working on a remake of that, which I don't think is necessary, but hey, this is where we are. Okay. So. Just like the man from Toronto. Yep, from 1933. <laughs> Got it. So this is Patrick Hughes. Get some more fun facts about him coming later. Uh, screenwriters. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, get ready for it. So screenwriters, uh, we got a couple people here. So we got Robbie Fox. I don't know if that one rings a bell. I think it's pronounced foe. Oh, Robbie Foe. <laughs> And Chris Bremner are in charge of the screenplay. Screenplay by oh, right? okay. the story is story by is Robbie Fox and Jason Blumenthal, who is a co-founder of Escape Artists, which is a production company that helped make okay. this movie happen. Sure. Uh, Blumenthal's other other credit is Biodome from 1996. Biodome. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good old. Good old yeah. story by so there you huh. go. and executive yeah. produce. <laughs> yeah, wow. you know you gotta yeah you gotta <laughs> gotta, gotta yeah right? huh. Huh. yeah <laughs> interesting. So now Robbie Fox and Chris Bremner. So Chris Bremner, he has yeah. Who are these this guys? This guy. So Chris Bremner, his his credits are ridiculous. He's got nothing, but his first thing he did right was Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> What the the like the new one? That yeah, just came the out. new one, which I didn't see. The one that came out twenty twenty. <laughs> the literally, yeah. yeah. There's wow. nothing else listed to his credits other than Bad Boys for Life, the Pink Panther, some animated movie that's coming out or did come out, and then right, this, like, and then he's reboot. It, yeah, and then he's in a pre-production for Bad Boys Four and National Treasure Three. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. don't know. Sometimes I just don't get how this industry works, but sometimes you know. Well, maybe happen. Bad Boys for Life was good, right? Maybe we can. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see it. This is a chance. So. Yeah, we're saying this is a chance. So oh. th- that's okay. where he, I, I, maybe he just, I mean, it's just a, a case of just knowing someone maybe. Yeah, definitely. He did. He's, I mean, unless he's written some other stuff that just isn't listed or he delisted it or something. Right. Cause I think you can control what you put up here maybe, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Of course. So Chris Bremner, is that who this guy is? Yeah. This guy. All right. Look out, uh, look out listeners. New, uh, Hollywood got to watch here. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Bremner. <laughs> Up and coming talent. <laughs> yeah. Yep. As they say. And then Robbie Fox, he mm. has done another ITMT favorite here. I almost think we can call him a front of the pod. Oh, I mean, well, if we but mentioned him before, then yes. <laughs> he wrote uh, one of our least favorite rom-coms, Playing for Keeps. Oh, uh, <laughs> you mean I love that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. 
And so I married an axe murderer. Oh, okay. Huh. So there you go. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say Robbie Robbie Foe. Robbie fucking hmm. foe. Yep. Huh. That's fun. Good uh good tying episodes to date together. Go listen to that episode, listeners, if you haven't already. Blame keeps good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Hmm. Uh so who's in this movie? We've got Kevin Hart. He plays Teddy, the biggest screw up in upstate New York. Yep. We got Woody we got Woody Harrelson who plays the man from Toronto. The motherfucker of Toronto, that's right. Yep. <laughs> I had to I had short next time when I write the whole thing out. Yeah, not uh, fair. Uh Ellen Barkin, she plays the handler. Okay. Is she in stuff? I don't I feel like I knew her from something, but she's been in a lot of stuff and I'm not going digging through her entire catalog. She's been in a lot of shit. So Okay, I was gonna say she she seemed familiar. Yes, she's been she's been in a lot of movies for a very long time. Jasmine okay. Matthews plays Lori, who's Teddy's wife, right? Yep. How'd you pronounce this night? Kaylee, was it Kaylee Cuco? Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco? Yep. Cuoco. Like it's spelled. Cuoco. I don't That's right. Is that, I think it would be Cuoco. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah I guess it, it is, is kind of like yeah. It is kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weird. Weird. It's like. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just get. Like, every, time I, every time I pronounce things how they look, though, I'm usually wrong. So I that's true. Be, so I want to be conscious. <laughs> That's that's usually correct. In this case, so, I think it maybe it's Italian, so you just say all the letters. Kaylee Cuoco. Okay. That's right. Uh she plays <laughs> Anne, who's Lori's best friend. Yeah. I w- also was not expecting her to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who she is, so I don't What? Yeah, what do you mean what? You don't know who Ellen so Barkin famous. is. Nah, I don't know about yeah, that. Well, I don't know who Ellen Ellen Barkin is. Well, Kaylee Cuoco she... is like uh who? Who? uh what? A-list megastar, dude. I, She's worth a gazillion dollars. You kidding? Get out of here. You don't even she know. Made all of her money on the Big Bang Theory and made inf- infinite money on the Big Bang Theory. Is and that what she's known from? In, yes. And then uh, yeah. has been in a bunch of stuff since the Flight Attendant on HBO. Really good series. Oh, I heard. I heard. Okay. Okay. She's she's great. And like like I'm saying, she's worth mega bucks. So mega bucks. This is, she's an A-list star to have in this movie. And she's up there with like Woody Harrelson. You know? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. As like being in stuff and having money. <laughs> um, yeah, not quite a Kevin Hart, probably. No, no, no. He's got tons of money. Right. Uh, right along. Right along then, money. Oh, God. And then there's Pearson Fody Fode. Fode? Foodie. Fod? Foodie. Yeah. So Foodie? sorry. Pearson. Pearson Foodie. Foddy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would say either. Food. He plays the man from Miami. Mmm. Uh, and then we got Trisha Black. She's a car rental assistant. Oh, good. Oh, actually, really important character. Yeah. We'll get to it, listeners. Yeah, we'll get there. Just wait for that part. Yep. Keep listening until we get to that part. Production budget, box office revenue, blah, 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 all that stuff, the numbers. Uh, yeah. we can't, I couldn't find a revenue because it's Netflix <sighs> jam. So There's no way to know for sure. Yeah, there isn't. Uh, budget, though, $75 million. That's very expensive i mean i'm not surprised because it's netflix but yeah anytime you're dropping you know twenty thousand fanatics on something you want it to be good right? well the thing is though i think this this netflix is just distribution they didn't i don't think they didn't throw they didn't throw any money in for actual oh, production so this is sony, sony Braun, right? and yeah because this movie was actually huh. well i get to the fast facts but this movie's been sitting yeah. around for a while actually so oh really and then sony sold the rights to netflix to Oh, interesting. Wrong. It was part of the Adam Sandler deal. That's right. <laughs> I knew it. I knew they were a package deal. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's it. It's quick info. Any questions or? Oh, uh, no. Okay. 
you did a great job. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you, uh, I don't know how you pitch me. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, doubling down on, on a theme from the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know, especially the listeners, that this is a classic case of mistaken identity, right? Uh, so this movie's obviously the wrong man meets Garfield, a tale of two kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, have you seen either of these? <laughs> I have not. So enlighten uh, me. Okay. Uh, the wrong man, in my opinion, Alfred Hitchcock's worst movie. <laughs> you know, it's funny is that I almost picked a, another Hitchcock movie for this, but we'll really? get to it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Not a, not a Henry Fonda joint like this. No, 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 no. Okay. But I almost went with the Hitchcock joint, the, another mistaken identity one. Really? Oh, yeah. well, that's he, that's he does that a few times. Yeah, yeah. All right, carry on. Carry on. Anyway, so the wrong man. Uh, again, here, uh, mistaken identity, classic, and yeah. it's, I like, I think it's technically a true story. Uh, I mean, he, I it's, it's like what, like hit very famously, like Hitchcock opens with like every word of this movie is true, kind of thing. Hmm. Um, I don't know, and then it's like. It goes into uh, this guy who's like, you know, down on his luck and uh, needs some money. He's broke. He's trying to like, you know, bar like take out a sketchy loan, uh, kind of like our friend here, uh, Teddy, Kevin Hart. Yep. Right. Down on his luck. Broke. A lot of debt. (laughs) Tons of debt. Um, And then uh, gets mistaken for a criminal. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just like this. That's it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. Easy as that. So then they get into shenanigans, uh, you know, continues to get mistaken for the bad man. Mm -hmm. Uh, It ends up having a lot of consequences for the guy in the movie, which I think is kind of the same in both. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, that's probably it. I guess like they they both kind of end stupidly and like not satisfyingly. Like they're both kind of like oh and uh it all works out everybody like thankfully nothing terrible happened like in the in the wrong man basically they're like oh no like his wife i think threatens to leave him at one point because because of all the mix-up with the thing there's a big trial where he's you know he's like his lawyer's trying to prove that he's wasn't even there at that time he was on vacation actually but everyone who saw him on vacation like they conveniently died so like they couldn't they can't prove anything it's one of Of those yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. and so his wife's gonna leave him and she's like wicked depressed and then at the end he like uh gets proven innocent goes to find his wife Mm. just like this movie right my wife and like tell her and tell her that he's innocent and in, in the movie she's just like uh all right and like it's still <laughs> devastated and despondent <laughs> and then at the end i think there's like a there's like an epilogue thing where it's like and like she later recovered from her depression but like it took a while <laughs> like what <laughs> the end yeah so like really unsatisfying stupid boring movie uh where yep. you know a lot is supposed to happen or could happen and almost nothing does yeah okay um, so anyway that meets garfield the tale of two kitties yeah hit me now have you did you see the the earlier Garfield? Yeah, is it is this with was the first one with uh with Bill Murray voicing it or am I think the second this... one was also with Bill Murray? Oh, he did! It. Wow, right. he did both yep. of them. Yikes! He okay. did both of them. Well, wow. it's a money it's a money maker. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. We're not talking fanatics here. We're talking yeah. <laughs> uh, like I let me I gotta look now, but I think uh, if I had to venture a guess here, wildly profitable for the studio. Uh, looks like 
a tale of two kitties pulled in almost 37,000 fanatics. <laughs> 143 million at the box office. Wow. That's yeah. not, not, not bad for animated. On, on a, yeah. A budget of 60 million. Oh yeah. Winner, 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 chicken yeah. dinner right there. Exactly. So anyway, are, are some would say better than the original. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's another mistaken identity movie. So in this one, there's another cat who's mm. like a, roy- a royalty kind of cat. I think the cat's name is like Prince or something stupid. Like, yep. they're like, well, what would we call a royal pet? <laughs> uh, and he looks just like Garfield, spitting image. Mm. Uh, and so naturally, they get confused. They get they into get shenanigans. Hijinks happening. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Uh, John, I think Brecken Myers, the voice of John. Weirdly. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt, I know, is like the okay. love interest. Um, and so like it's one of those where the love interest is is like constantly annoyed by John's screw-ups, because uh, right. John's kind of a screw-up. Uh, she, you know, there's definitely points where she threatens to leave him and get back together, just like this movie. They're basically the same movie as uh, yeah. all of these are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it uh, and I hate them all because they're all uninteresting, like just mm. very lots of action for action's sake, but like nothing no reason important happens. Right. Yeah. And at one point, I think they get into like a at the very end of a tale of two kitties. There's like a crossbow fight. Thanks. Uh, and I, I think there fun. was a couple of crossbows in this movie. At some there point. were there, there was at yeah the end, the, right? in the gym there yeah there definitely yeah. was yeah. so I think the guys from Tacoma same. bottom yeah yep okay. same movie. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> uh, okay, so I was battling because I definitely wanted, I was trying to go for the mistaken identity thing, but I couldn't find one that I really wanted. My Hitchcock was going to be North by Northwest, but that's actually a really fantastic oh, movie, and it's like one of my right. favorite movies. And I was like, I can't. I can't. Fair enough. I can't do that. So mm-hmm. I skipped on the on the mistaken identity, but I went with a little fish out of water. So I went with its central okay. intelligence and I went with actors here. So I went in central intelligence meets natural born yep. killers. Okay. Central intelligence is the Kevin Hart rock movie, right? Where he's not like it's mistaken identity, but he's a fish out of water. It was actually not bad because it was mostly because the rock and Kevin Hart was a good combo. Right. But it's the same. It's, you know, have you I know, seen that one? I'm you probably have. Like the Rock plays a CIA guy. They meet. They meet up at like a high school reunion, and he pulls oh. in Kevin Hart's character, who's kind of like this. He's yep. like dweebish kind of accountant guy. He yep. used to be the athlete, but now he's just kind of you know the numbers guy because numbers guys can't be <laughs> athletic, obviously, according right. to according to movies. <laughs> um, and so then they go on a bunch of hijinks, and he's kind of fish out of water, right? Same kind of situation That's you right. have. Yep. And a lot of Kevin Hart just being Kevin Hart, right? Yep, no brainer. And then meets Natural Born Killers. We got the Woody Harrelson ah, connection. I love Natural Born Killers. That's one and of my favorites. It is pretty good. And not really like a social media context, context here, but or media obsession. I'm skipping that part. But I'm going with the fact that they end up kind of killing a lot of people towards the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, so, and, you know, Woody Harrelson, and there's a little bit of a, you know, kind of a bromance between... Kevin Hart yeah. and Woody Harrelson towards the end there. Um, yeah. I'd say, and, yeah, it's like definitely like a lot of action for action's sake. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's it. That's what I'm going with. Short and sweet. Love it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I took a long time on mine, so good work. <laughs> that's, you know, that's thank you. Okay. Thank you for letting me have that. That's okay. This is what, this is what friends do for each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what other hosts do for each other. Fast facts. You want these? These are, I'm excited and there's some really stupid ones in here too, which you get to make fun of. So great. All right, fact me, baby. Now I'm gonna I'm coming out hot right off the bat here. You ready for this one? Great, let's do it. Woody Harrelson's father, Charles Harrelson, was a real life hitman. 
what? <laughs> he received two life sentences for assassinating federal judge John H. Wood Jr. in 1979. Wow. Did you know I this? I think I did know that, actually. <laughs> like deep in the recesses. He, now that you say that, I was like, he, he was like some kind of assassin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Huh. I think I saw him talk about it in an interview once. I, I love Woody Harrelson. That's yeah, funny. I, I and I dug up some. I just like uh, I got to double check this, and I went through and like, oh yeah, that's that's something that happened. So that's great. That's a good. That's a that's probably one of the best fast facts I think maybe we've yeah. ever dropped out there. So like father, like son. Woody Harrelson was replaced by uh, replaced. I'm sorry, Woody Harrelson replaced Jason Statham in this. Interesting. Originally, I mean, that's a much more natural fit. <laughs> I think Jason Statham, I mean, Jason Statham and Kevin Hart were originally tied to do this. Statham abruptly exited the project six weeks prior to filming after clashing with producers over the tone and rating of the film. What? <laughs> what was this movie rated? Like it's PG 13. Jason, what did you, what did you want? What do you, yeah. What do you, what did you want this to be? Like lethal weapon? Like, Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that would have been a better movie. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Zatham has just taken himself so seriously lately, I think. That's true. I guess it would have been a worse movie because at least Woody Harrelson had a few yeah. comedy lines that were funny. Yeah. I mean, Statham can pull off kind of like that, you know, like snatch kind of humor, you know, where it's. Yeah. Right. So like you're kind of laughing at him. Yeah, but it's kind of a little <laughs> more dry because it's like, oh, he can't actually deliver these because he's an action guy, but it's like. Right very kind of dry which makes it funny because if you play up that context it works but right this wouldn't work for him i don't think like like an arnold in predator yeah (laughs) it's funny because like around yeah come on (laughs) come on (laughs) speaking of which did you watch the new prey movie no not yet that's why i brought up predator because uh tyson we talked about it yesterday and we're like i don't think tyson's ever seen the first predator oh yeah 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 one of today's lucky 10,000, like, let's fire it up. So we started watching that last night instead. She Absolutely. fell asleep. But <laughs> we'll get back to it. It was late at night. Excusable mistake. <laughs> There's a scene uh, when the man from Toronto, Woody Harrelson, is making mm-hmm. breakfast in his little sweet warehouse condo mm-hmm. place. And he, I don't know if you know this fruit. I've never heard of this thing, but he cuts open and prepares a durian fruit. Very familiar with durian, yeah. Yeah. It is uh, delicious and smelly. Durian has been described as the most foul-smelling fruit in the world, so it's a very acquired taste. Either some people like love it; it's kind of like cilantro. Either tastes like soap or tastes great. Except this yeah. apparently has the aroma that has been compared to raw sewage, rotting flesh, and smelly gym socks. Yeah, it universally smells very bad. Have you, have you actually had tasty. it? Tasty. Yeah, yeah. Did it? But it smell bad, but it tasted good. Yeah. How'd you get past the smell? Was it that bad for you? Well, or? no, because like you put durian in stuff. Like uh, you like like you make stuff with durian. So you make other stuff taste like shit, and then you eat that. Right. Gotcha. It's bad, like <laughs> while you're preparing whatever it is, but no, because it tastes good. Yeah. Remember, you just don't want to smell it. So, you just like, smell it. Okay. People do. People use durian sometimes as like, a, uh, like, like a meat replacement sometimes in some things too. Like I know, like like a jackfruit almost. Yeah, jackfruit. Quiet. I like jackfruit. Jackfruit like, solid. It's it, it's got some of those qualities a little Texture. bit. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. But anyway, okay. uh, it's like the it's like you know famously in uh, some places in southeast asia where it mm. is more common and grows like you're like not allowed to bring them on like public transportation and stuff like they have wow. signs that are like no durian on the train please because it smells stink us all out right <laughs> yeah and then this is uh one of your always classic favorite ones uh kaylee kuoko 
And Kevin Hart previously co-stars in The Wedding Ringer. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that one. Now I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a stupid one, and I just put it in here because it it's so stupid. The okay. quote-unquote, and this is how it's written on uh, MDB, quote-unquote, the yeah. airport bathroom in which Toronto attends to Teddy after shooting him in the butt is clearly a Cineplex movie theater bathroom. <laughs> how is it... Co- I don't know. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I should have gone back and like pause. Like, is there like a? <laughs> oh, it was like the trash cans overflowing with popcorn containers. Of course, <laughs> like I knew it. Obviously. Uh, so we, we already touched on this one. It was a quick though. So this was actually originally set for a theatrical release in late 2020, but obviously, ugh, yeah, right, right. Um, the plague, yeah, yeah. And it was supposed to do the whole the whole run, but um, kind of got lost oh. in the shuffle. So that's how it ended up on Netflix when Netflix had the Netflix struck the Netflix Sony exclu- exclusive distribution deal. Right. So, wow. There you go. And wow. last one. Can't wait to blow your mind with this one. Blow me. In June of 2022, just a mm. date when this was said. Right. Recently. Director. Yeah. Like two months ago, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She's a dating podcast. <laughs> Director Patrick Hughes mm. has revealed uh, revealed that as he wrapped production on the film, he realized that he wants to have, I can't wait for this, to have the Hitman's Bodyguard movies take place in the same universe. Wow. The filmmaker stated that he plans to talk to the associated film studios and is working on a crossover idea where Ryan Reynolds, Sam Jackson, Kevin Hart, and Woody Harrelson can reprise their respective roles. Oh my God, I'm so here for that. That's what, <laughs> let's go. So we got the DCEU, we got the MCU, and then we've got the Hitman's Bodyguards from Toronto universe. Universe, that's yeah. right. The H- oh man. H- HBTU. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> the movie that no one asked for, but I can't, I need. <laughs> the universe that no one has asked for. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> so wow. there you go. That's fast Patrick fast. Hughes is a genius. <laughs> it's all that, you know? Yeah. He's uh, huh. Australian. So. Ah, makes sense. Those guys are smart. <laughs> so smart. Shout out to our Australian listeners. Yeah. You guys know what's up. Yeah. Down under. <laughs> down, down there. Down under. Okay. <laughs> In the prison colony. That's right. <laughs> there was some, there was a lot of other fun, uh, fun fact I didn't include, but a lot of people kept calling out that clearly the man from Toronto isn't from Toronto because they were pronouncing the T's, the last T in Toronto. Oh. Yeah, apparently locals in Canada call it Toronto. Oh, okay. Not Toronto. I was going to say clearly he's not from Toronto because uh, they kept talking about being he's, 50 miles from nowhere on like a frozen lake or whatever. That too. <laughs> and I was like, that's not at all. In Toronto. Toronto's a, a major city. <laughs> and he's so mean. Well, uh, it gets nice at the end, I guess. But Well, and... Trixie Canadians, you never know. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. Do we, should we just keep steamrolling? Get right into it? I feel bathed in facts. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. So this opens up. Uh, we got all of our production companies. Right? We get Netflix right off the bat. We get Sony oh. Pictures. We get Braun. Braun. Cue the funky, you know, buddy music. Yep. You know. Get escape artists. Uh, and then we get the opening of Kevin Hart basically filming himself, doing some home videos of him doing workouts and cycling yeah. through all of his workout ideas. He's a, yeah. he's a pitch man. Which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, starting with like, 
N- not quite fight milk level, but pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's got like the teddy band, you know, and then he's got the teddy teddy, bands. teddy burn. He's wrapped in a trash bag, yep. which he passed out in because <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't wrap yourself in trash bags. Yeah, non-breathable plastic. <laughs> <laughs> you can just sweat the weight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teddy bar, you know, just basically a pull-up bar that, you know, breaks. I like how everything has his name in it. I think that's a big selling point, actually. Uh, yeah, and then we get Netflix Presents, and now we're in a desert, and we're kind of doing this kind of droney camera shot going over through the desert, right? We catch up to a car. Mm-hmm. This is actually from the trailer kind of quick shot, where they're doing a top-down yep. shot of... Charger commercial. Yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> basically a Charger commercial. Uh, and a lot of close-ups of all the Charger logos from the outside in the inside on the keychain and everything else. So Yeah, you might not have noticed. Extra. But, yeah, <laughs> astute listeners who then watch the movie will probably notice at the bottom of the screen is one of those classic disclaimers. Uh, you're on a... These are yeah. actors on a, on a close <laughs> on course. A close course. Do not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and you do have a, you do have a quick note there about... Um, sorry, pulling back a bit just so we, we get it all out there. But when the teddy bar thing and that scene when he crashes, whatever, we hear his yeah. wife yell, hey, maybe you should do something a little less dangerous, which is important because, you know, she exists. Yeah, she does constantly try and make him give up on his dreams. So. Yes, which, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the desert, we're cruising the, the charger. The villain of the movie. Yeah, the true villain of the movie, right? Yeah, Laurie. <laughs> so then we, uh, we're back in the desert and we're cruising along and we get a title card, Utah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love Utah. Great place. Yeah, it's not bad. Good outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got some good outdoors. Yeah, weird other stuff, but good outside. <laughs> yeah, good outs- good outside. We have listeners in Utah. They can e- send us an email. <laughs> yeah, we do, actually. We have, have we covered all the states? Have we checked that yet? No, we're um, still missing both Dakotas. If you know anyone in either Dakota, oh, please send them an email and tell them to listen to the just, podcast. Just get it over. We just need the downloads in all the states. Yeah. Uh, Alaska, we, we're still missing, but um, we're very close. We're very close. Don't we know someone that has a family member that lives in Alaska? Yes. Not anymore. Oh, mm. okay. <laughs> we should put up Craigslist ads and just be like, "Hey, misconnection, yeah. can you? Download- I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> send me your Venmo. I'll send me <laughs> Venmo your dollar. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever currency they accept up there in Alaska. It's so far away. Mm. All right, so we're in a Cash. desert house. <laughs> yeah. Cash. I'll cash. I'll mail you a dollar. <laughs> All right. So we're at the desert house, right? Mm-hmm. We pull up to a desert house. Oh, that's right. He doesn't live here. I'm sorry. You're right. This is the opening was him going to this, this uh, house. Yeah. Um, another classic torture scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he pulls up. We got a little Western vibes here. He pulls up, right? He's got the Judge Doom look from Roger Rabbit um, with the hat and everything. Yeah. Comes inside and we got the guy inside. He's like, oh, you're going to, you're going to get it out, buddy. And there's some guy tied up inside and. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk to me, then you're going to talk to this guy. So, and then everybody uh, talks to this guy. Man from Toronto, he rolls in, right? Got this guy rolls out his all his tools, and think does the old classic story about like his grandfather and a bear, and you gotta have a. I guess you have to have a badass story, right? Trying to explain why he is the way he is, like how and how bear, you know, bears uh, fillet their victims with their claws, which mm. I don't think that's a thing, but uh, <laughs> I mean. That's what they got claws for, right? So I don't know enough about bear murders, I guess. I don't Listeners, either. Let us know. Yeah, let uh, us know. Any <laughs> bearologists out there, let us know. So. That's right. Uh, but he's, yeah. So, And meanwhile, I do kind of appreciate how the other the other villains, whenever he's doing his shtick, hmm. are like, are like, oh, like fangirling out about the man from Toronto. Like, yeah. I've heard so much about One him. of my buddies said he saw you do, do your thing in real life once, and oh, we, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so excited <laughs> it's really weird 
But yeah, so he doesn't even have to use the tools. The guy, the story alone does it and showing off his, his, his knives. And the guy just like blurts out the code or whatever he's looking for from him. Nice quote from uh, Toronto here that I almost used for the opening quote. Any mm. any feelings I once had dried up on that frozen lake years ago. <laughs> <laughs> talking about how he's real hard now because he's watched his grandfather's murder. Like we were just talking about. But that's that's the basic premise of his backstory. Yeah. The tw- 50 miles from nowhere. And we get the first life. the first secret here, Juniper. This all ties together. All the people he's torturing right. is tying together to a bigger plot, which we'll, we'll find out later, right? Yeah. Yeah, you you say plot, I say stupid. They <laughs> say nice mustache. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then he says something to the other the other bad guy in there, and the other guy shoots him, and doesn't matter. Uh, and then we're <laughs> we're and then we're we cut to Teddy's Teddy's house here. Yeah, and waking Yorktown, up waking up with the wife. Yeah, Yorktown, Yorktown, New York. I guess. Yeah, I assumed Yorktown, like Virginia or somewhere that they were could easily drive to Virginia, which they do in a few hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's a far drive from New York. <laughs> yeah. So he's waking up with his wife and he's mm. talking about making a baby and all this sort of stuff. Right. And mm. a little back and birthday forth. Baby. Yep. He wants to do birthday. It's birthday time. Uh, and then he finds out that Lori, she works at a law firm, right? Yep. And he finds out that uh, anytime someone screws up the law firm, it's called a Teddy. Yep. It's kind of brutal and she's kind of laughing and like Jesus. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's kind of, he's like, wait, I'm a I'm like uh I'm a thing for screw up now. She's like, no, no, like you're a, the verb for screwing Scre- up. <laughs> uh, so and, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it's my favorite running joke in the movie. <laughs> because yeah, he starts say, he starts saying it almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna teddy this one, don't worry. <laughs> like <laughs> As for running jokes, and I guess it's pretty good. And then he pulls out a pamphlet, and he apparently he's got a cabin for them down in mm-hmm. Virginia in a place called Onacock, Virginia. I've, I've been to Onacock, Virginia, and I know someone who lives there. Oh, that's where you went in Virginia that one time? Uh, yeah. Weird. Well, wow, shout him. out to them. Yeah, I texted him. I was like, hey, uh, your town is in this movie. Did you tell, remind them to listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. He said, yeah. what podcast? And I was like, what? You live in a place called Onacock, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so come on. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. It's actually a nice little place. Nice little place. Um, that seems like it. Looks beautiful. Yeah. So then we. He, it's it looks get, beautiful in Toronto or yeah. Vancouver, wherever, wherever this movie was shot. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't Not look, there. It doesn't really look like that at all. <laughs> so uh, basically, we get the sense he's just a kind of. He's a failed entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur sales guy, right? That's his, that's right. his thing. Um, and. She, meanwhile, Lori, uh, his wife here, is obsessed with printer toner. Mm. <laughs> like, this movie's really weird. Like, th- between the Dodge, Dodge Chargers and the toner. the toner issues, it's definitely like 2002, right? Yeah. Reminding <laughs> me, do I have enough toner in my printer? <laughs> oh, my God. No one no one thinks about that. No one has printers anymore. So, uh, so then he's walking to work. He's heading to work or, yeah, to work, which is short montage of him walking through beautiful Ontario and <laughs> New York, Yorktown, wherever he is. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's handing out flyers, you know, tell the locals, and he's, you know, showing he's got a, he's got, he's personable at least. He may not be good at what he does, but he's personable, you know. Sure, yeah, he's a sales guy. Yeah, he's sales guy claims to be claims to be <laughs> at various points. Yeah, uh, and then he just, yeah, it sounds like he's just like not the brightest star. Lots of ideas, just not the brightest. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then he shows up at the gym. And he, trying to and sell we have Marty. His, 
new ideas to Marty, right? Yeah. Con- was it contactless boxing? Not non-contact boxing. Non-contact boxing. <laughs> and then uh, shows off the the new flyer, which Marty says uh, cost all of the marketing budget. Which, come on, Marty. <laughs> come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, flyers are not that expensive. <laughs> like, yep. Ten bucks for like a hundred yeah. of them. <laughs> Oh wait, is this the joke? Is this where all the toner went? Is that the joke? Is that how all this started? Is because of his stupid flyers, the whole movie? Because I knew the toner. Like the toner is also the main running joke, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And kind of kind of triggers the plot a little bit too. Did he use his? Did he print them at home? (laughs) They're all in color. I mean, I guess he has a colored printer, but I mean, I don't know. That just. But his. I don't know. We're suspending disbelief for everything else except that he has a color printer. Like that's maddening. Like why did you have that? I don't know. What do you need that for? Oh my god! I hope that that's this movie makes, makes way more sense now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, so Teddy <laughs> fucked it up. He didn't put the address on them or the phone number. <laughs> so Marty is pissed. Yeah, no one has the internet, so they can't Google Marty's gym or just walk <laughs> right. down the street and see it because it's like one of two buildings in the entire town. So today, I'm sure everyone knows who Marty is. It seems like it's a small enough town up there. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets fired. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Title card, Toronto. Meanwhile, in Toronto. This is when we go to the warehouse, the sweet house warehouse thing. So we pull up to the warehouse. Right. Charger pulls up. Okay. Uh, pulls up his charger. License plate flips over to Deborah, which is very important for later on. A little setup payoff later. There's no payoff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's, it's, very that, it's a thing that happens and you're like, really? Yeah. Uh, so he walks into a sweet little, you know, hidden house, modern chic kind of thing, right? Weapon storage everywhere in the kitchen, stuff like this, right? Yeah. Cherry, cherry tree, maybe? Cherry tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice touch, I guess. At first I, thought, at first I thought he was like walking into like a really fancy office. I was like, oh no, it's just his. Yeah. Right? Just, it's just his house is apparently. Oh, it's it's a, very clean. Same. Very clean. Yeah. So. No wonder he didn't open that restaurant. <laughs> right? Uh, good with knives. on the stupid house. Yeah, right? <laughs> good with knives. He's flipping knives around, opens up and has some of the, the durian fruit there, right? Yep. Yep. And then is when he gets a call from the handler, Ellen Barkin. New job, yeah. two million bucks, right? Two days or something yeah. like that. Location is on a cock. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I'm sure they found this place. It was like, that's a whole area's name. Because I definitely made the same joke when I visited my friend down there. And I was like, Is it Anacock? <laughs> she was like, you're an idiot. Back to Teddy's house. Uh, this is kind of a short scene, but they're talking about, they're packing up and getting ready to leave to head down, down to Anacock. And um, yeah. I'll fast how it went with Marty. And he basically lies and said, uh, he said it was the dumbest idea. Yeah. That's it. Which really. is the opposite of what he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we're in demand for Toronto's car, and he's basically just confirming stuff with the handler. I don't know, was there anything else? He just gets some instructions, and then he's heading uh, to yeah. he's heading to Anacock, and we get a title card, Anacock, Virginia. That's yeah, it. stupid. Then we're in Teddy's car, and he's dropping off the lady to this, his wife to the spa, Lori, right? Mm-hmm. He says he's going to go check out the cabin first, right? Yeah, well, she, he's dropping her off at the spa so he can go check into the cabin and get it all set up. Yeah. you know for romance yeah. the, the way that he wants to see that kind of thing and uh he thought of everything this time he's not going to teddy the trip he says that a few times i think yep yep <laughs> no 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 this birthday is gonna be the best okay yeah and then he drives off to the cabin and like you said who uses a printer these days why why does he have the directions printed out 
Yeah, and he's like, can't read the directions because he was all out of toner oh, because which, presumably he printed all those flyers. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. uh it's just tough. That's a hard one. That's a hard one to 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 swallow there. Printed out directions going to a Sure. Or maybe there's no signal, you know, so let's have yeah. printed directions. Maybe was- Famously, Anacock has no self-service, right? Actually, it was pretty weak when I was down there, so. Okay, so this uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a little. A little tracks, then. Yeah, a little bit. Everything in this movie is is correct, then. Yep, everything. <laughs> so he pulls and pulls up to the cabin. We got a guy inside. This is kind of stuff from the trailer, too, intermixed here. And he, dude from the trailer looks outside the window, sees a yeah. car pull up, sees Teddy. He's got the box of stuff. And then he drops a knife. He sees him pick up the knife. So he's like, oh, I assume this must be him. He's being yep. Kevin Hart out there. Yep. And takes a picture, the, importantly. Yes. Yes. Right. He takes a picture of him because, yeah, that's very important. Um, this is all stuff from the trailer. Same jokes. So you're early. He's like, oh, if you're on time, you're late or something like that, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a classic, like, miss, you know, that misunderstood yes. conversation between two people. One person's talking about one thing, the other person's talking about the other thing. And exactly. He's classic. talking about having sex with his wife. Yes. And, and the other guy is not. Nope. The other guy is talking <laughs> about torture. So, right. So there's like an, a weird eggplant in the box for some reason. Yeah. Some gels, eggplants, some lubes. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, lubes. Yep. Mm. Uh, so the guy's the, pretty horrified. <laughs> he's like, what is he going to, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then he walks downstairs, gets the tour and Kevin Hart uses the bathroom first and is talking from the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and we get downstairs again, all stuff from the trailer and then straight Kevin, Kevin Hart fish out of water situation. Him just being like, Oh, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. This you is all from I'm the trailer. To torture that guy. Right. I think there's actually a whole next like two, three minutes is all from the trailer. So this part, yep. He tortures him, kind of. He's confused. Well, he's like, in, he's getting shoes as a man from Toronto. He's like, I'm not a man from Toronto. You know, he's not yeah. sure what's going on. But um, again, they like people are fangirling about him. Like, oh yeah, like oh, I heard about the man from Toronto one time, and he did this crazy shit. And, like my friend loved to watch it. <laughs> but I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? So everyone's real weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. So then again, from the trailer, just extended version where he's trying to he talk, goes and talks to the guy who's who's hung up and he's just like, Hey, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here, blah, blah, blah whatever. And, um, then he's like threatens to poke his eyes out. I don't know. Cause it's right. It starts, always starts with the eyes. Always starts with the eyes. And he's like, I'm going to poke your eyes on my thumbs or whatever. And yeah. then the guy gives up the code. We get the code, right? Yep. Immediately without doing anything, which we'll come to find out is the man from Toronto signature move basically anyway. <laughs> Uh, and then we get a grenade, a little flashbang drops down the stairs. Again, all stuff from the trailer just extended out. FBI shows yeah. up out of nowhere. Door walls blow open. They're all there. Boom, boom. Shootout happens. Two goons go down. Yeah. Uh, then someone hits like a propane tank, which then a large propane tank or something. And then that explodes yep. and then launches four or five smaller propane tanks. It's like every direction. Uh, like the most incompetent FBI raid of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic which... Phibi, am I right? Yeah, oh boy. And then one <laughs> tank catches Teddy and shoots him across the room out the wall, and it's getting off from the trailer. So it's not, no. <laughs> yeah. And a classic mistaken identity of what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yep. Teddy, you fucked You're, up. You fucked up. <laughs> you printed the directions. You printed the directions. You ran out of toner. <laughs> you forgot the address. You forgot the phone yeah. number. So, to which he explains to them. Uh, you know, the next scene he's being interviewed, right? Yeah, we're at the school gym for some reason. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we're at the school. Uh, 
and he explains again that it's because of the toner. Mm. Uh, this whole movie is because of the toner. All comes down to toner. The FBI is like, we know you're not the man from Toronto. The other people don't know that. So now you have to pretend to be the man from Toronto to pull off this FBI sting on this guy named Marin. Yeah. It's very stupid and frustrating. They're trying to, you know, classic U.S. government, which, again, this is definitely way more of a CIA thing than an FBI thing of like mm-hmm. trying to overthrow yeah. South American governments. <laughs> <laughs> like the FBI is domestic. purely. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand why this is them and not the CIA. But yeah. again, it's yeah. not that smart. Yeah. I mean, they'd be involved, but yeah, not. Yeah. CIA would be more into this. I guess because of the embassy situation later, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 overthinking this movie. It's too dumb. Yep, <laughs> sure are. <laughs> All right, so we're back at the cabin now, right? And this kind of cut back between the gym and the cabin because now the yeah. man from Toronto shows up at the cabin. He's you know right. he's slick. He can get into any situation. He doesn't care. Pulls out a badge. Sneaks into the this you know well, into the. He talks right before that. He talks to the talks handler, to yes. and he's like. Oh yeah, and I didn't do the mission because she's like, "Great job doing the mission." He's like, "No, no, I didn't do anything." It's some yeah. idiot, some cutthroat. <laughs> either some cutthroat yeah. guy coming in or a screw up, right? Right, exactly. Um, um, so yeah, then, he, yeah, so he, yeah he handily infiltrates the FBI crime scene because yeah, no one knows anyone, you know. Yeah. Apparently, not these, it's not, not these days. <laughs> Very frustrating. Yeah, this is so. Like, I thought. Oh yeah, I guess he. I mean, that was the misdirection, I guess, because I thought mm-hmm. he was like taught at this. I know Deborah is not the handler lady, but he kind of addresses the car in this, mm-hmm. like at the, at one point in the scene that made me it think makes it think it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so stupid, frustrating. Yeah, so he goes rummaging through the the scene, the crime scene here, and he finds Teddy's printout, and then uh, yeah, has a reasonable joke about who still uses hotmail. Fair enough. Yeah, and the. Uh, FBI lady, meanwhile, is explaining to Teddy basically all of the backstory for the man from Toronto. Yes. Don't fuck with this guy. (laughs) Yes. You made a huge mistake. (laughs) Yeah. And they're basically setting up the rest of the the kind of the plot, what's going to happen here. And then they're like, yeah, we'll have our agent Santoro, who's a good looking dude, take care of your wife and take care of blah, blah, blah. Yep. Classic more Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart being like, you're not going to let him use his hands and on my wife. That guy's so handsome. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, uh, and then he's he's like, sure. I'm gonna. I just want. I want some debts paid off. You know, got to pay off the Amex. Got to pay off the Visa. Got to pay off a cousin. And he owes three hundred dollars too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So then we're back at the cabin, right? And yep. this is where we get the line. Takes a real pro to to look this amateur man from Toronto. Yep. I was talking to the handler again, right? And then yep. they figure out Teddy's password to his Hotmail account, which is just password <laughs> she's like i found the first letter it's p no, no. <laughs> it can't be <laughs> and uh yeah. yeah then he watches teddy's infomercials for non-contact boxing yep got a couple of good slogans in there like all the wow without the ow that's pretty good actually <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny it's pretty good. <laughs> so we get Lori uh, at the spa right that's right yep talking to teddy on the phone santoro is there she's talking about how awesome santoro is she's like Teddy is like, put that guy on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little back and forth between uh, Teddy and Santoro there. But yeah. He, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you know, in fact, just, you know, that's Miss that's Miss uh, Teddy. Well, I don't forget what his last name is, but Alex. Jack, Jackson. Jackson. Miss Jackson to you. Actually, you know what? Just call her Teddy. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Okay. <laughs> this movie's so good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the top movie. 
All right, so then we're title card, Washington, D.C., right? That's right, yep. So here we are in D.C. We are in the FBI the car. Yeah, the District of Columbia. And we got uh, Teddy giving, Teddy and the FBI guy, I forget what his name is. They're, he's like, hey, we got a meeting with someone who's connected to Marin, Colonel Marin, right? Right. Uh, and he's like, oh, he's going to be a passphrase. You got to remember. Yeah, which it's like some line from like some 19th was it 19th oh, century american literature or something that's what he yeah. uses to he has his call sign to like you know confirm it's yeah. him yep classic toronto yeah which uh teddy gets wrong anyway so it doesn't matter right. uh, but man from toronto he's there too he's tracking every key he sees where all the agents are you know he's keeping an eye on what the hell's going on yep and teddy goes to the meeting and it's you know meets the contact at the the good old-fashioned Washington Art Gallery, in case you forgot where we were, which it's right. not called aware. that. It's not called that. <laughs> National Gallery of Art, but hey, you know, whatever. It's, what's that? Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> in case you yeah. didn't know where we were, I want to spell out the location behind you. Uh, doesn't <laughs> recite the passphrase correctly, but he still gets, he kind of... Somehow manages to infiltrate this. Like People are like, oh, well, nope, this all checks out. <laughs> yeah, this all checks out. He didn't give us passphrase at all, but he said something that, yeah, okay, we're going to be doing this. So the FBI is you know, tracking him, watching him. We get the yep. command center FBI. They're watching from above, kind of. Yeah. And then the woman, the contact he meets, is just kind of like, "Yeah, the colonel isn't here." And he's like, "What? The colonel's supposed to be here?" And she's like, "No, no, we're gonna go somewhere else." A bunch yeah. of SUVs pull That's up. That's phase two. That's phase two. <laughs> they get all tossed into SUV, SUVs and take off. And then man from Toronto goes and like hijacks the FBI guy who drove drove him there. Right. Which surprise, surprise. Yeah, he's like, "Go follow the, uh, the SUVs there." And then. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a car chase, but it's just a ride along kind of follow, follow along. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an easy follow. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy follow, right? So yeah, they're in the cars, zipping around. Man from Toronto kind of throws the FBI off, right? And he ditches the yep. FBI guy. And basically they're saying Teddy needs to go kidnap some other guy, Green, Mr. Green. Yeah, find him because he's got yeah. like another portion of what they need, right? Right, exactly. Uh, he's and got so to get about. him from Puerto Rico. And they're heading to Puerto Rico. That's right. Puerto Rico. Uh, and the FBI screws up, pulls over the wrong vehicle that they were trying to Yeah, some yellow, yellow truck. So obviously the villains here pull up to the airfield with Teddy. They put him on a plane and on the way we go. And this is the plane from the trailer, the big C1. And we got Teddy with the, was it four guards in there? He's chatting away nervously, you know, as he does throughout yep. this entire movie. Very Kevin Hart. Yeah, very <laughs> Kevin Hart. Like I like Kevin Hart, but this one felt like, I don't know, I Maybe I haven't seen enough Kevin Hart movies, but it's just what he does for all these movies. It's just yes. over the top yeah. Kevin Hart. It's like almost too much Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's the same character. Yeah, same character. Okay, it's like the the one redeeming fact of our quality of the movie for me is like, oh, okay, I can watch I can watch two hours of Kevin Hart doing that, and I'm like, okay, that was kind of like, yeah, I I laughed at least twice. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple <laughs> chuckle moments I had. You know, he's probably improvising a lot of it. I'm like, all right, well, some yeah. of this is fine. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and then it's just the scene from the trailer. Yeah. Pretty much, right? We yep. uh, up. pops up at the bottom of the plane. They didn't need to explain it, so that's fine. Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart, and then it's all the stuff from the trailer. The only difference yeah. is there's an extended fight scene, and that's it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So Man from Toronto neutralizes the four guys inside. Uh, then one of the co-pilots comes out. He hits him, and then knife right. goes in the back of the pilot's head, so he's done. Classic. Plane is going down. Some more hijinks, some more fighting, some you know in-the-plane fighting. I feel like yeah. in plane fighting is like a big thing lately. It's like a big action thing in a lot of movies. Um, yeah, like, I can see that. Like over the last couple of years, a lot of big plane in the air fight sequences. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. Now that you say that. Right. 
Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, somebody's gun gets shot in the plane, blows out a window. Which never makes sense why you guys all have guns. Like you shouldn't be shooting inside of a plane, but yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't go through the the metal detectors, so yeah. So. I guess they didn't have the in-flight <laughs> safety instructions right. either. <laughs> no, no TSA, no no flight attendants. Yeah, case of emergency. Hmm. Make sure you put the mask on yourself first, and then attend to any other one. You know, children. Which Teddy does. He does, he does put on his oxygen mask first. He does. He does. Yeah. When the aircraft is depressurizing. Oh. Uh, but then like a dum-dum, he pulls the lever, which opens the back hatch, right? Never, ever you lever. Never, never lever. <laughs> you never, ever lever. Never, ever lever. Never, ever lever. So they, yeah, they, they get sucked out to the back of the plane. They're hanging out with their dear lives. And this is when it became a real cartoon when <laughs> Man from Toronto just shoots the button and it pulls him back in. Yeah. Okay. Which, it's a cartoon. That's not how anything works, right? <laughs> yeah, the other movie. Oh, I know the other movie I just watched. I had a plane thing was um the Gray Man. See that one on Netflix? The other Netflix no, one? No, it's, it's not. That's what I heard. I mean, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are great, and like Chris Evans is pretty fun as like being a villain. He's got some funny lines, but right, uh, it's a cartoon. It actually, in some parts, it looks like a cartoon. So oh, cool. Right, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, the CG is pretty like. It's like oh really, really, oh. really? <laughs> just don't well, do it. If it's not gonna look good, don't do it. <laughs> Interesting. It, it it was like flashbacks of like um what's that second Matrix movie where it looked like or the animation where he was like fighting all the, the was Smiths. It reloaded or re re the revisited other one? Re- revelations. No, it was, it was reloaded. Finished. Yeah, it was reloaded revelations was the third one, right? Right. Yeah. It reminded me of that. I was like, oof, that's brutal. Oof. Yeah, the CG in this movie wasn't the worst. No, no, it wasn't the worst serviceable i mean 75 million dollars estimated budget right so yeah so there's only so many you know you gotta put it to something can't all be you know disney budget you know what i mean well no i mean that's pretty big but like they had enough money to at least do a couple of effects correctly oh yeah but not do them like really really well <laughs> right yeah, right yeah, yeah. right so then uh yeah so man for he said he's out the plane right and yeah. they kind of catch up in a situation we get our first kind of them really you know laying out what's going on here and man for was like basically going to use him continue to use him mm-hmm there was his phone at the window in a plane that said 20, 30,000 feet in the air, but that's, I guess you can do uh, that. Can you just open yeah, the window like that and just throw it out? You know. Sure. Yeah, fuck it. Right. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a car window. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe it's different. I don't know. And then uh, that they were headed, he, Teddy fills in Man from Toronto. He's like, oh, we were headed to Puerto Rico. Man from Toronto doesn't trust him. He's like, why are you lying? Anyone that teaches, you know, no contact, non-contact boxing, you know, have a wife or something. I don't know. Basically, yeah. It's a weird... <sighs> It's a weird whole thing about how the thing he thinks he's lying about is his wife and not yeah. any of the other things that he's lying about. <laughs> and I think the the rapport between Woody and Kevin Hart isn't the worst. It's just the jokes aren't funny. Um, like, I think yeah. they were fine chemistry-wise, but the jokes oh, just yeah. didn't land, you know? I mean, they're both well-qualified actors. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right? Um. Yeah, they just yeah the the writing was I think the real culprit here. <laughs> Everything else was fine. Like the writing was like just bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what it you know comes down to writing and execution. So, uh, and then we cut to Lori. She's in the limo, right? She got a new friend, <laughs> Anne Kaylee Kuoko, hanging out with her. Oh my god! Yeah, right, Kuoko. Did I <laughs> yep. say it right? I'm saying yeah, I'm you're, pra- just, you're, you're pronouncing just... as the letters that you're on a screen. Kuoko. I know. I he know. Said, he says it. You said it's. I Just did say to do that. As it's written. <laughs> right. In the past, I've gotten burned, and now I'm just Kelly Kuoko. Enunciating thoroughly. <laughs> Enunciation is... Okay, so... The most important thing. 
uh, it is a podcast i guess enunciation <laughs> is the most important thing <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. So, so Lori and Anna are on a cock. So uh, Lori and Anne are hanging out in limo. Lori's having a great time. She's leaving a message for Teddy on his phone, which yeah. Teddy doesn't have any longer. Right. The greatest birthday of all time. Greatest birthday of all time. Yep. Nailed it out of the park. Uh, Anne gets on the phone. Yeah. She doesn't want to say anything too mean. She's, she's about to. And then, uh, you know, you didn't Teddy at this time. Great job. We're going to, yeah. by the way, we're changing our reservation. We're going to let ambassador later. Yes. Got this fancy hookup. Oh okay. My God. So that's it. Yeah. I think that's it's a good uh, cliffhanger, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What is this restaurant? What do you think yeah. they serve there? <laughs> what kind of food is it? How many, how many dollar signs do you think it is? Would it be on like a Google or, you know, how many more times do you think we'll say Kaylee Kuoko? Kuoko. <laughs> it's unlimited, you know? It could happen. Limitless. Limitless, yeah. That's right. You know, <laughs> will the man from Toronto and Teddy, will they be friends at the end of this? Oh. Will, yeah. they, will they find, will they teach each other something? Who knows? Will Marin actually be Cheech Marin? That would Maybe. be great. We'll find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Thursday, Thursday with part two. But in the meantime, you can follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram at It's This Meets That, right? TMT Pod on Twitter. And wherever you listen to us on Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, subscribe or follow, whatever you're going to do. To Samsung. Samsung. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> all those Samsung listeners, welcome. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but welcome. Uh, and while you're listening and subscribing and doing all that other stuff, you can also leave us a review. Always be reviewing is what I say on this ABR. And uh, yeah, five stars would be nice. Maybe a nice little comment. Say something mean about us or, or nice, whatever you want. We'll appreciate it either way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to be more thoroughly critical of us, you can send us an email. <laughs> it's this, this meets that at gmail.com. We read every message that gets sent our way. We sometimes okay. read them on trailer trash live yeah so uh your fellow listeners can all appreciate it yeah and uh if you forgot everything we just said still looking for more information or you want to find every episode that we've ever put out uh, you go to the website it's this meets that.com make it better every day 